You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! The Daily Music Business Podcast. So one of my clients just got a huge show with an international act, which is going to be sold out. Their whole gig is going to be sold out. In fact, it's sold out prior to them actually coming on board. And this isn't their first big support show, but they did ask how they can best take advantage of this opportunity. So this episode is inspired by them. The cool thing is that once you get a good support show, if you play your cards right, you'll find that this is when things can kind of start to snowball for your band. But as I said, that's only if you play your cards right right. So here are 10 ways you can capitalize on a big support slot to keep the momentum going and propel your career. Number one, make sure you're capturing footage from the show on video. I would 100% recommend hiring a professional videographer who can not only take amazing footage of the band, but even compile a couple of short clips which you can utilize on your social media and even just to humbly brag that you played to that many people on that stage. Great live clips can also bode well when you're pitching for future shows. So definitely, definitely invest in a professional videographer who can put this together for you. Plus, as I said, the more social media content you have, the better. Now, usually if it's a bigger show, they'll already be pressed there, but you may also like to bring along a photographer. So once again, it's just about documenting. Make sure that your videographer and photographer get the crowd in the shots. I promise you, you'll be glad that you invested and capitalized on the opportunity. Speaking of social media, that brings us to number two. Make sure that you are really, really, really slaying your social media game before, during, and after the gig. So make sure that you're really hyping the show on your socials and showing the promoters who are definitely going to have eyeballs on you that you are putting in your share of the work when it comes to promoting the gig. Not only that, but it's just really interesting from a fan's perspective to see when you're supporting those bigger bands because, you know, if you're supporting them, your fans will be likely fans of the bigger band as well. So it's going to be really, really interesting when you are, you know, doing things like filming backstage, perhaps you're putting the bigger band's sound check on your stories. That's really, really interesting. I know that when you are preparing for a gig, sometimes you want to chill for an hour before you actually go on stage to warm up and get on the zone. So don't worry about capturing that. But, you know, there's so much stuff that you can kind of capture whilst at the show itself, let alone promoting the show beforehand. Um, Get photos with the bigger band if they're accessible as well. Some other things you can do are to go live during the show, get your manager or a tech or a partner to stand side of stage or, you know, right at the front of the crowd and capture your set live because no doubt the vibes are going to be so high when you're playing on that bigger stage to that bigger audience and you are not going to want to miss capturing this moment. 
Number three, share reviews and add media quotes to your press kit. So media quotes are really, really powerful. They make you more legitimate as a band. So absolutely take advantage of them when they do come through. So leading on, add the fact that you supported whatever band that you're supporting to your band bio everywhere. So on Facebook, you know, anywhere else where you have like a longer kind of bio in your EPK, um, because, you know, congratulations, you've now reached the next tier in your career and you should absolutely make it known that you have supported a bigger band. Number four, sell tickets. So obviously this is not applicable in this situation, given the show is already sold out. But, you know, when it comes to that first big opportunity that you get supporting a bigger band, the number of tickets that you sell are really, really important. So this means doing what you've got to do. That means get physical tickets, sell those to your friends, chuck those up on your big cartel, run ads on Facebook promoting the show, whatever you can do to make that good impression because at the end of the day, promoters want to make a profit. It's just business at the end of the day. Any new band that a promoter gives an opportunity to is a little bit of a risk and it may end up costing them money. So make sure that you do pull your weight, you show them that you can sell tickets, especially physical tickets, get people through the door and that will look amazing for the next opportunity. Number five, ensure that you bring merch. So if people like you, they'll buy your merch. It's as simple as that. So on stage, make sure that you do mention that you'll be up at the merch desk at the end of the show and that you've got merch available. Make sure that you've got some cool designs and make yourself some coin. Honestly, merch saves bands, especially if you're on tour yourself. Number six, talk to punters. Also ensure that you are right up at the merch desk as soon as the show finishes, or at least one of you is there to sign stuff, take photos and talk to your new fans. If you have an email list, make sure that you're getting people to sign up. Remember, this isn't a local show. This is a big boy show. So fully step up and embrace it. Don't act like a rock star and hide in the dressing room. This is just not acceptable. I don't think it ever was. This is a crucial opportunity and you really don't want to miss it. Again, having that human connection with people that really enjoyed your music will go a long way and then they'll tell their friends. Number seven, be professional. Make sure that you are arriving on time and are super easy to work with. The key to making it in this industry, really pretty much any industry, but especially the entertainment industry that's really built off networking and who you know and your reputation you really need to be professional and easy to work with. So not only, as I said, does that mean arriving on time, making sure that you know what you're doing during sound check, that you take things really, really seriously, that you're extremely kind to everyone involved. No one wants to work with an asshole. This music industry, especially the heavy scene, is really, really small and word travels fast. So in this age of the internet, I should also add that because things are oversaturated, there is no room for you to be a rock star. There's no room for egos. Make sure that you're always behaving professionally, that you put on a professional show. You don't get fucked up before the show. You're treating everyone with respect. You and your bandmates are contributing in a positive way and making sure the event is the best it can be. But at the same time, don't feel like you have to hide in a corner, which brings me to my next point, networking. So don't be afraid to network. Don't be afraid to talk to people like they are normal people. I mean, even if they might seem intimidating, but you'll kind of read the room if they want to be talked to or not. And um, yeah, I mean, I remember this one particular time. I mean, my old band towards the end did quite a number of big support shows. And one of the shows that we did was a Cherie Curry support show at Manning Bar in Sydney. And I remember there being a rep from Nuclear Blast there. And we actually had such a good chat. And he even gave me his email 
email after to contact him, which was very, very cool. So take advantage. If the bigger band is open for a chat, then talk to them. You never know where these connections are going to lead. I mean, don't come at it with like thinking what you can get out of it. Just treat everyone like a normal human. It just goes back to being professional and treating everyone with respect at the end of the day. But, um, yeah, as I said, as long as you're reading the room and reading the signs, if people don't want to be bothered, then um, yeah, I think there's absolutely no harm in talking to people, making sure that you're networking, even if it's just with the sound guy and um, you know you really like what he did with your sound and want to use him for other shows down the line. It can be really cool when you realize which industry people can sometimes be at these bigger shows. So yeah, if there's a chance that you can connect with them in some way, in a normal, natural, professional way, then absolutely go for it. Number nine, follow up on those networks. So, you know, there's definitely been instances where I've met people and, you know, we've had you know, a bit of a chat and whatnot. And they've said that I was able to contact them in future. And then I didn't hear a reply. So don't be afraid to follow up. I really wish that I did follow up on some of those opportunities that I may have had in the past of, you know, having contact with someone because I myself know, you know, after working in media for so many years, I fully understand, you know, just how many emails, you know, people in the industry get every day. And there's definitely been instances since where I've reached out for an opportunity and then I've followed up twice and sometimes even three times. And I've gotten the reply on the third time. And I'm so, so glad that I did take the time to follow up. Just make sure that you're always being professional. Don't leave it like any less than a week, I would say, um, in terms of following up. And if you're following up a third time, then maybe leave a couple of weeks, um, depending on the timeliness of whatever you're following up about. But yeah, following up, it's important. The worst thing that someone's ever going to say to you is no. Um, Otherwise, you know, if they don't get back to you after a third time, I would say just forget about the opportunity, but you don't know until you don't ask. Just make sure that you're always asking politely. Lastly, number 10, make sure that you play well. This is obviously the most important point on this list. So this is not the time to wing anything in your band. Make sure that you are really, really well rehearsed from your actual songs to your transitions between songs, your banter and call outs to the audience and how you're even going to move on stage. By the way, did you know that there are performance coaches out there? They are people that help bands, even heavy bands with their stagecraft. So obviously if you do the other nine things on the list, but you don't have number 10 down, including the entertainment portion of a band's performance, then that's really going to impact your chances of this promoter or future promoters potentially putting you on another big show in future. So very, very important. So I hope that you enjoyed this super quick episode on 10 ways to capitalize on a big show. If you did like it, then be sure to send me a DM on Instagram. It's just at Monica Strutt. In fact, just come find me on social media in general and come connect with me. I love hearing when you have really, really liked a podcast episode and that it's helped your band and your music career in some way. It absolutely makes my day. So yeah, come connect with me on socials. And if you're not already a member, of my free Facebook group, Music Marketing and Mindset for heavy bands and musicians, then definitely come join the community there as well. Thank you for tuning in to the Daily Music Business Podcast and I'll see you same time next week. Subscribe today to the Daily Music Business Podcast on your favorite podcast platform.
Hey, you. Did you have any plans this year? Ha! How's that going? Did you get 2020? Well, welcome to a brand new podcast called 2020, where myself, Benny Goodman, and my good friends, Corey Pazin and Siobhan Cronin from the band Lost Symphony, also got 2020. And since the world ended this year, we decided why not just check in with some of our friends in the music industry and see how everyone's doing. We're going to get a candid look at life on and off the stage, as well as the mindset of some of the most successful people in the entertainment industry. New episodes drop every Sunday and Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And you can listen at 2Z. 020-D.com, soundtalentmedia.com, or on your favorite podcast app.